Hey guys, welcome to part two of our conversation. We're in a little long, so we wanted to spread it out so it's uh, not too long in your uh, podcast feed. So let's get right back into it with Jim. Like we were talking earlier about our friend Bob Ross. Okay. And he stated that he became joyful when he decided to stop being angry. He decided to stop being angry because actually being angry was his mechanism for avoiding pain and suffering. He just, he just used the anger. But however, do you remember what Bob Ross's show was called? Wow, I can't remember. The Joy of Painting. The Joy of Painting. The Joy of Painting. So most people, when they watch the show, it wasn't actually, the painting was a big part of it, okay? But it was just the medium through which he delivered his message. Right. There was a lot of philosophy in there, philosophy in there with it. Yes. So Bob mainly, so did Bob scream and yell? Did Bob uh, cajole people? Did he tell them what to do? No. What what type of manner did Bob have? Uh, just a very easygoing one. He had an easy, pleasant way mm-hmm. of delivering the message of of joy. Mm-hmm. So he helped people understand that joy comes from within. It doesn't come from without. Right. So tell me about tell me about some experiences of joy in your life. What are you joyful about? What am I joyful? Joyful about? and gratitude have are, are inter, they're intertwined. Intertwined. I mean, I, I I guess just coming off this weekend, I had a, a great opportunity uh, filming and from being around with some wrestling shows, and I, I I love you know catching up with people I haven't seen for a while, and you know even though you know keep an eye a little bit on the online and what they're doing in other places, like it, it, you know that little you know camaraderie that kind of happens around something like that. And the actual concept, the essence of wrestling, gives you joy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To see it, to see everybody doing that, you know. Um, no, I, it's great. Joy gives you that warm type of feeling inside. It's like slipping into a well-worn pairs of, pair of shoes mm-hmm. that are just so comfortable. Where, where are you most comfortable in your life, Mike? Where, are you, where do you feel... <laughs> At, at home and comfortable. Oh, like what's what's my what's my uh, like my 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 safe place, my my good feeling place kind of thing, or or yes. is that it? Like yes. honestly, like I love being in this chair, you know, doing this, having you know, having a board here, you know, when we're doing the other shows and we're streaming without a net, you know, doing, doing switching a live show again, streaming without a net, you know, you know, that's like it, it it's exciting to me, and that's a there's a certain comfort in it, you know, for me. Joy does not need reinforced by others. Joy is participating in an activity that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. There's generally when people are on social media, what's the first thing that they brag about? How the number of what that they have? Followers. That's correct. Yes. The number of followers. I must be so important. So all these people are paying attention to me. Yes, the number of likes that mm-hmm. you have, the mm-hmm. number of hits, the number of followers that you have, particularly 
what you would determine as influential followers. And that's one thing if you're like, we are trying to find more followers for this show so we can grow it and, and the concept and, and everything like that and, and other projects that, you know, you look at some, some things like that. But for the individual, why do you need that? Are you advertising something? Are you advertising yourself? Are you marketing yourself? Maybe it makes sense if you're like, I, this is what I'm doing to try to get a job in X, Y, and Z. But if it's just for you and you're just on Twitter being on Twitter and telling people like, you know, what you're eating for, for lunch, you know, is that as important? So as with the 12-step world, Mike, the concept that we have here is based on attraction, not promotion. Mm -hmm. So we want to attract people if they want what we have, if they're interested in our product, then they'll find it. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not promotion. This, this, our show was never based on look at me. Mm -hmm. Never, never based on that. It's because if we based our joy on the number of followers and the number of likes we had, you and I would be crying every single day. <laughs> With a lot of my shows, I do. There's a lot of them where, um, I, I, you know, the numbers aren't anything like, uh, you know, I look at big shows and I'm like, oh, we can, we're not going to get to that point or something like that. But it's like, it doesn't matter because we've had the handful of relationships we've created out of these shows. Yes, you know, we you have. Know, and this we have one that. and that one. And, 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 and even, you know, when, when I talk with clients about it, it was just like, well, you know, did you engage with it? Was that important? Is there value in that? Not the, and the value isn't the you know, number of people, you know, just had that today. We're like, well, there wasn't a lot of people engaging with that. I'm like, well, who did you expect to engage with it? Your audience is this. And did they get to see it engage with it? Is that the point? Then we're good. So in 12-step recovery, the primary purpose is to carry the message. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there is joy in carrying the message. Yes. And that is sustainable mm -hmm. because we have a message. And it's a joy to deliver it. Yep. This this is what you and I do here is a is a work of joy. Mm -hmm. This is was never a job. No. It's never owners. It's never something that, oh geez, we gotta do this again. <laughs> but when this becomes a job, you will no longer hear fishing without bait stories. Absolutely. You will no longer hear this podcast. Uh, and that's uh, you know, and that's what I do that with a lot of clients. If I start going to a place and I, I start asking why am I here? It's time to move on. It's time to, to pass that off to somebody else and just go somewhere else. And, 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 you know, that's with anything that you do. If you're looking to someplace with dread, mm -hmm. I have to do this again. Oh, I don't want to do this. Then it's time to step back and look at what's driving that behavior. Mm -hmm. So I want everybody out there to understand that we're carrying the message here. And I'm going to go speak at another rehab on Thursday. Okay. And I... That gives me tremendous joy mm -hmm. to be able to carry the message, to be with my brothers and sisters. That just the thought of it, because that's what we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to carry the message. That is a joy that is sustainable. That is something that we carry with us. I don't get paid to go to these places. I go there just because I feel the joy and I feel that I want need to carry the message. Mm -hmm. So, and that type of joy is sustainable. I don't need to keep going to rehabs. I don't need people to tell me that I'm wonderful. I don't need all these type of accolades. That joy is sustainable. Simply I'm I'm excited about going there. 
and I look forward to it because it's a joyful activity. It, it's sustainable, and I can carry. I carry the message every day. But you carrying the message doesn't mean you have to be constantly shouting it out on street corners. Mm-hmm. You have joy is having quiet confidence. I have quiet confidence to know that my grandchildren love me. I don't need them to tell me. I know that's a fact. I don't need you to tell me about wrestling to know that I know that there's joy in your heart about wrestling. And I hope you nurture that. I hope you're grateful for what you've done with wrestling. I hope you're grateful for the number of good friends and connections that you've made. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when you talk to me about going to all of these places, I know that it's not easy a lot of times for you to even to get there. <laughs> yeah, especially this weekend with a lot of driving and things we ran into, yeah. But however, you wouldn't go there unless you had that joy mm-hmm. in your heart about doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and that, and that gets us asked because you know sometimes I get asked to come back to the place and I'm just like I I can't I can't do that you know I just it doesn't work or I have other commitments you know but it's just like you know uh, so so you're constantly kind of assessing that to make sure you don't get yourself in a trap. Have you ever been with a therapist? Have you ever been with a doctor? Have you ever been with a mechanic? Uh, some type of a prider? And it was apparent from the very beginning. There was no joy in their heart for their mm. profession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like that happens a lot. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. No joy in their heart. And if they're not having joy in the thing they do, and the thing they're doing is supposed to be taking care of an aspect of you, you, your vehicle, you, your mind, you, your body, like then, like again, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm considering a new doctor because I have not liked the vibe the last couple of times I've gone in there. You know, and just like, I don't think we're here for the same reason. (laughs) So, you know. Yes. I've always thought that when a doctor comes in to the waiting room, you're you're waiting there for them and they come in and he or she starts asking you what the problem is, what's it all about. Uh, I think that creates a negative vibe. Mm -hmm. I'd much rather walk in to be sitting in a room, examination room, and the doctor come in and says, well, what's right about you today? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sets a different tone to the whole thing. So generally, when I uh, have a new patient that comes in and see me, obviously they don't come in to see me because everything's just super groovy in the world. <laughs> but I don't start off with saying, what's wrong? No. I start off with saying, what's right about oh, I you? I love that. I love that when you, you know, I introduce you to somebody or, or something like that. And, and, and that's the first thing you say, I'm just like, here we go. And I, and I love hearing cause people are disarmed by that. Too, Absolutely. Right. Cause they you don't hear that. You don't hear that when you're checking out the dollar general or interacting with people in your job or anything like that. Right. So, so I love, I love watching the trip and then that genuine response that happens afterwards. I, uh, had a, person today brought in his partner and uh they expect naturally to talk about the issue the problem how we're going to attack it mm-hmm. but i asked this person i said first of all i want to know what's right about being you what's good about being you mm-hmm. and this person was just tongue-tied she says i've never been asked that question before <laughs> never been asked that question yeah. yeah so when a child when a child is upset or hurt uh, we always ask what's wrong, don't we? Mm-hmm. But when a child's happy, how come we don't ask what's right? Right, right. Give me, give me some thoughts on that. When a child is happy and beaming, we never say to them, 
tell me what's right about this moment. Tell me what's right about you. Well, it, 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 isn't that that, that kind of because um, I, I, I feel like there's certain people that we I, I talk to on a regular basis that all they want to tell me about is everything that's wrong with work and everything they're dealing with right now. And, and, and I do that to the people, too. It's like, oh, this is happening. Da, da, da. I just, I, the one guy I haven't seen for like two years. I saw him, I think, December before COVID. And cat up and I, and I don't before they hadn't seen him. And like I think I told him everything that was wrong with, <laughs> with everything out back here was something or but or he brought up something that was that I've had a problem with or something like that. And I feel I feel bad when that happens, right? Because it's just like well, that's the thing that comes in and it floods out. Um, but uh, I think it's just it's that expecting what we talked about like a little bit ago on 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 this recording. If you're always thinking about the other shoe that's about to drop that's always on your peripheral right so we and and so many of us are worried about that other thing or we're listening to the news that tells us about everything that's wrong every day that we like oh hey are you work hey are you are you are you mad about this one too it was just like well i got something else to be mad about well yeah yeah i'm mad about, about that too and it just builds and builds and builds and then all they talked about i feel like every time family was together they're like oh so-and-so down the road is doing this now and isn't that ridiculous you know uh, you know, we were living out in the country. So, yeah, it's just, you know, uh, uh, so like, and just like, wait, we're, when are we going to talk about the good things a little bit? Well, when people get together and they gossip, yes. do they ever gossip about good things? No. Do they ever no. gossip about how well Mary's, sis, Mary's daughter is doing? Uh, you talk about everything else. Although my mom is good about that. Mom, my mom's good talking to me about well, how all the cousins are doing and everything and, and their kids and everything like that. So, so you know, that's that's good. That's good. That's, that's good. And then I asked her to turn off the news after a half hour because it's just repeating the same bad news. Right. So, again. <laughs> like, let's not watch Judge Judy, okay? So, again, pleasure let's, seekers let's, generally. Let's watch Turner and Hooch, Mom. And she's <laughs> like, oh, it's on? I'm like, yeah, let's watch this. This is and it's just like the right vibe for us you know so pleasure seekers seek to avoid pain yes needy people are generally pleasure seekers mike mm -hmm. and needy people need validated because they have a hole they have a void in their life that they need to fill with other people's validation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and either they seek the validation by asking or they seek validation through sympathy or they seek validation through accumulation of material goods Absolutely. Rather than finding the joy of existence and the joy of painting. Mm. So our thought, final thought today, friends, is our, again, our quote from our good friend Thomas Merton, that we are created for joy, not for pleasure. And if you have yet to discover the difference, you have yet to begun to live. A free prescription fruits, nuts, and vegetables, unplug your television, and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself and do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself and forgive another. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste, my friends. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.